0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews, brought to you by J Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM.
1: Welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates the men and women who are making Coast of Mississippi such an amazing place to live work and play. You, If you're a regular listener of COSA, you know that I love focusing on entrepreneurs. I love smoke, uh, focusing on the small businesses of Coastal Mississippi because at the end of the day, whether you're talking about on the national level or the local level, small businesses are the pulse of our economy. It's so important. And they've been challenged so incredibly significantly during the pandemic. And they've had to be innovative and they've had to you know, persevere. It's, a, it's a really incredible actually. It reminds me of this quote from Steve Jobs. he said this "I'm convinced that about half of what separates successful entrepreneurs from the non-successful ones is pure perseverance. Boy, is that true? That is so true. And I said this one before, but I think it's so true when you're talking about an entrepreneur and that is something that Walt Disney said you know about the time he founded Walt Disney Studios and it's this, all our dreams come true if we have the courage to pursue them. Sometimes you just have to say, you know that idea we had? Let's just go do it. Let's just let's just go make it happen. That's what today's show is all about. I'm so thrilled to have Shannon Arzala, uh, the partner with Pop Brothers. Uh, I mean, she's a She's a a true entrepreneur, kind of a marketing uh, ace. She's got two other partners. We're going to be talking about that here in just a second. And the Pop Brothers story is really incredible. It's one of perseverance. And as Walt Disney pointed out just a second ago, it's about you just have to sometimes have the courage to pursue your dreams. That's true, isn't it, Shannon?
2: (laughs) It is in our case. It (laughs) is in our case.
1: So good morning. How are you doing?
2: I'm terrific. How are you?
1: I'm doing I'm doing well. I'm not sure where to start. I mean, listen, I love the idea of a, of a coast girl who goes off to see the world and then comes back. You know, and I say this all the time. One of our biggest challenges is brain drain. People have to leave here to pursue their goals. And uh, we hope that, you know, if people leave, we hope that we can always provide opportunities for them to get back here. And in your case, you finally made it back. But why don't we kind of take that journey? Where did, Where did you grow up?
2: I grew up in Gulfport. Um, you know, small town, uh, small community in Gulfport. Just running the roads, riding bikes, barefoot all summer. You know, stay outside and don't come in until it's dark. Kind of childhood.
1: Yeah, wait till wait till the streetlights come on. That was kind of that was my <laughs> exact Bile exactly. view where I was raised with right. Farrell Allman and Roy Anderson and a long list of others. Uh, Correct. It was a it was a great time to to grow up in Gulfport, wasn't it?
2: It absolutely was. Fun, carefree.
1: Carefree. Just, so what took you away from here?
2: Well, two different times I've lived away for almost 10 years at a time. Uh, the first time was just young and, and wanted to, to move away. Move away. Of course, there wasn't a lot per se going on only because, because we didn't have casinos at the time. And so I just lived in New Orleans and lived in Dallas and then Jackson and then came back in 1989 with one baby and one on the way. And so stayed until they went off to college and then moved away. And that was a whirlwind for uh, Miami two different times, Birmingham, Chicago, the coast of South Carolina, um, New Orleans, and then back home.
1: So it's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing journey. You, you learned a lot during that time. You developed... Uh, Well, why don't we just talk about what your husband's specialty is so people can have an understanding of that before we start talking about the dream you guys had.
2: Okay, he's amazing. He has a very amazing background. His youth was, um, he grew up in Spain, actually in Tenerife, Canary Islands, and he was a bodyguard to a general for his military career. And then when he left that, he moved to the United States in 1997 or 98 and went straight into culinary and and food management and food and beverage, I guess you would say. So he had a yeah. long career in Chicago. He managed some of the finest restaurants, Joe's Stone Crab, Car Mines. He worked for Mike Ditka for a long time. And so um, then eventually with an MGM casino where he worked with George Cortes. And uh, George actually came to the coast to open Beau Rivage with MGM. And after Katrina, George made a phone call to Octavio and said, I need you down here to help me reopen this place. So that's how I made it to Mississippi.
1: We're just, just really interesting. I was watching Infamous, the movie, uh, mm-hmm. last night, for a matter of fact, that has a scene in Canary Islands off Spain. Yes. I love Spain, incidentally. My son, Justin, lived there for a period of time in Madrid, and Anne and I went over to visit with them. But it's a long way from from uh, Spain to south coast of Mississippi, isn't it?
2: Yes. By plane, it's about 24 hours. We've done that twice, but it's an amazing place, and yes, it is very far away.
1: Yeah, I, I really, I really enjoy it. And speaking of George Cortez, my dear friend George Cortez, who has a Michi Thirty A and beautiful, incredible yes. Italian restaurant. I mean, listen, I've been all over the world, and yeah. I've never met, I've never eaten in a better Italian restaurant than George's <laughs> restaurant uh, over uh, in in the, the Florida area. And and then he's also has a, a, a Mexican restaurant as well that's yeah. doing extraordinarily well. They're all, they're sort of you know together. You know this though. I'm sure you've been over there to eat yourself. <laughs> But they've, they've really mastered it. Um, so anyway, coming back. So you guys have been all over the place. You've had this opportunity to experience mm-hmm. the world. Your husband has had you know a chance to, to learn a lot about food and beverage and all of that. Along the way, though, you had a dream. Tell me about the dream you had.
2: Well, when we were in South Florida, uh, they have such a – it's such a melting pot of um, – the population. Lots of people from South American countries and lots of people from um, Cuba and um, Puerto Rico. But when we were working, there was a little lady with a little cart and a little bell, and she would say, palatas, palatas, which is Spanish for popsicle. And that's where we saw it. Um, Of course, Octavia knew about them already. But then when we moved to Birmingham, there was a store there that we visited because it was next door to one of the concepts. We worked for a company that had 12 different restaurant concepts. And, and we were there at our concept, saw people standing out with popsicles and thought, what are they doing? So went over, had one, and Octavio and I were standing in the parking lot because they gave you no napkin. They didn't tell you what was in it, how it was made, nothing. So we go outside and I said, these are good. And he said, I could do better. That was the first conversation. And it was years later that we actually, that was probably in 2011, 12 maybe. So that company, we he was in operations for the company and I worked in the franchise office and we learned so much, but they moved us to New Orleans to look at a new concept to take to Nashville. So when we were in New Orleans, um, my mom got sick, um, And then we found out we were going to be grandparents and to go to Nashville just was not an option. And at that point, both my kids were back home, which I didn't expect, because you expect your grown children when they're finished with college to go off somewhere. And they came home, which I was happy about. So I just turned to my husband and said, it's time to go home. He looked at me and said, what are we going to do? What are we going to do if I leave this career job? And I said, let's do the popsicle thing. Because over the years, we had talked about it. We had talked about it with my brother, Chuck. It was just an idea that we couldn't let go of. My husband looks at me and says, I don't know if you realize this, but we've not saved any money to open a business with. Um, And I said, look, if we go home, we can start a business there with little or no money, much easier than anywhere else. So we literally quit that day and moved back home the next day. Of course, I had a phone call with my brother, which was very interesting and funny. And I can tell yeah, you we, I want that. Actually,
1: Chuck, Chuck Kelly, a lot of people mm-hmm. know Chuck, uh, your brother. Uh, it was a great co- phone call. But when we come back from the break in just a second, I want you to talk about that. And we'll kind of continue okay. that part of the journey. But, you know, I, you think about this. Um, the, the way I opened the, uh, the show with this quote from Steve Jobs, I'm convinced that about – half of of what separates successful entrepreneurs from the non-successful ones is pure perseverance. And combine that with the Disney quote about having the courage to pursue your dreams. Man, you know that deep in your soul, don't you? (laughs) Yes. Yes, absolutely. How brave it must have been to (laughs) to cut your money tree down and start from scratch.
2: I think my husband was more afraid than than me um but that's just the difference in how we grew up and the difference in his background and mine and but yes we can talk about that when you're when we come back if
1: you're ready (laughs) no that's that's fine so uh this is shannon arzola and uh we're talking about this incredible story behind pop's brothers um, they have three locations here in coastal Mississippi. They have uh, trucks, they have, they, they're so innovative. They're doing distribution business now. Uh, they've been on numerous TV shows. They've won so many awards. Um, it's just a great story of, of pursuing a dream, you know, focusing on success, Having a great product, uh, which Octavia brought to the table, you know, not just a great product, so many interesting approaches that you guys have taken. <laughs> um, anyway, when we come back, we'll continue the conversation with Shannon. Okay. See Thanks. you after this break. Welcome back to Coastview. I have Shannon Arzola, an old friend and a partner in Pop Brothers. Uh, It's a really innovative business here in coastal Mississippi. I say Pops. I look at Pop. I say Pops. I meant Pop. But anyway, Pop without the apostrophe S, Brothers. And uh, it's a great story. So, hey, why don't we show this the picture of Chuck and you and Octavia. Tell the story of you calling Chuck (laughs) and telling him what the heck was going to happen.
2: Well, when we made the decision to do it I called Chuck Because we had talked to him about the idea And I said, you know that Popsicle idea um, We've been tossing around for a while And he said, yeah, yeah And I said, we're thinking about moving back home And giving it a go What do you think? And he said, awesome And I said, well, would you like to be involved? And he said, sure And so this was the point That I knew I had to get out fast And hang up And I said, okay See you tomorrow, and I hung the phone up. I could hear him go tomorrow. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> what a great story! So that's
2: story. literally
1: what happened. Well, that's Chuck, Chuck and I, happened. Chuck and I, go back a long, long way. Uh, he's, he's, he. I mean, we, we've spent a tremendous amount of time together until we started having families, and you know that has a way of drifting you apart. But I have incredibly fond memories of Chuck, and he's such a positive soul. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. So, so what was the next step? You, you Octavia had to go to work, though. You had to design some flavors that worked.
2: Yes. Well, first we, we had to order all the equipment from, and it comes from out of the country, so it takes a couple of months to get here. So the next step was we went to the Lynn Meadows Discovery Center to see if we could have a test kitchen, use their kitchen for test kitchen, and there's no recipe book. There's no sharing of information, no one wants to tell you anything. So you just scratch it all out on your own. And um, so while we were waiting on the equipment, he went into the discovery center and started trying to figure out how to make popsicles. You have to understand at this point, we moved home quit not even knowing if we were going to be able to make them or not. But that's why my husband is now called the pop master because (laughs) not only did he figure it out, he did it in a grand way. (laughs) So Once he got about eight flavors that we knew we could replicate really well, then I got them in Ziploc bags and I just hit the road. I had a dry ice and an ice chest and I made stops at every big office, every bank. I knocked on the back door of radio stations at night and would hand bags in and on like the third try when they went to grab the bag, I pulled it back and said, oh, no, you have to let me on the air. So <laughs> those kind of things as social media, we created um, social media as soon as we got the name and logo before we ever even knew if we could make a pop, make a popsicle. I started pasting, uh, posting things that I just wanted to build the excitement of what are they doing? What is it going to be? So we just we used every available resource to get the word out in the beginning. And well, the so rest
1: is history. It's a it's an amazing it's an amazing story. So between 2015 and 2018, you guys went on a mission to open three stores yes. in unique positions downtown. I love the approach that you guys took, and you're you're sort of part of this walkable community thing that I talk about here and on Coastview all the time, helping to create a sense of place. Ocean Springs, Bay St. Louis, and Gulfport. Yes, but uh, those have been tremendously successful, haven't they?
2: They have, and, you know, people sort of poo-pooed our downtown ideas, um, but with the experiences that we'd had all over the country, we we knew that, number one, it'd be new and exciting, and the price point would be right. I knew that my husband could make them taste great, so I knew they would sell, but we really wanted to be a part of the, that part of the walkability, the downtown uh, community, and, Everything that people told us, you know, don't open a, you'll die if you go downtown, Gulfport. You'll, nobody will ever come. It's, and none of it was true. And I just, the, my patent answer was, thanks for the advice, but I really think we can create something interesting. And I think people will visit downtown and it's absolutely what happened. And we're thrilled. Absolutely thrilled.
1: Yeah. It's not just a little niche. It's, it's, it's a destination. People (laughs) go on it. They, they're, they, they leave to come there to go to your place to have one of these really innovative popsicles. um, I mean, so many, just give an idea of some of the different flavors. Oh
2: gosh. Okay. Well, first of all, we make popsicles for dogs. Those are pooch pops. They're amazing. Lots and lots of um, furry friends. Uh, visit us on a daily basis. Then we um, we have a, a wonderful things like lavender, milk, and honey. We have fruit from all over the world. Lulo, rambutan, um, uh, mame. And and so you get a little bit of a geography lesson. You get to taste some things that you've never tasted before. We, my husband used edible flowers. He has some food colorings that are made from uh, vegetable products that he uses in fun ways. Um, we have three Totally uh, separate um, categories. We have the all natural fruit um, vegan options with um, no real allergens. So we have we have over thirty flavors that would appeal to people with lactose uh, intolerance, any kind of dietary uh, restriction you can imagine. Then we have um, the cream ones, which are great things like Oreo and Nutter Butter and Barks Root Beer Float and um, Elvis Presley, peanut butter and banana, you know. And then we have the super indulgent group, which is where I live. I am totally like a nutter butter dipped in chocolate. So we can dip your popsicles when they come in in different um, flavors. So a million and one probably has created over 150 flavors, but we probably have about 75 in the stores. And then we come to the poptails, which are the cocktails on a stick.
1: Yeah, wow. That's, the the that's fine. cocktail's on a stick. You know yeah. what's interesting about studying you, though, is that you're kind of a master marketer. You guys have been on Billion Dollar Buyer, Mississippi Rose, Beach Bikes with Katie Lee, Hallmark Channel, Beachfront Bargain Hunt. You've been You've been featured in so many magazines and stories along it's the way. You've won so many different awards. Sorry, this
2: is my favorite. This is New Orleans magazine
1: cover. <laughs> yeah, good. And sorry. and now now you're you're doing wholesale growth in the three separate states. Tell me about that part of your business.
2: Well, you know, um, after we got the three stores running and we had our experience with billion dollar buyer, we realized that wholesale was a real option for us. So. We have those branded freezers like you see in a convenience store with our branding selling our our flavors and we have those in probably 40 different accounts between the um, from the Alabama coast. And the Florida Panhandle all the way through New Orleans and north to Hattiesburg. And we have expansion on the way. It's just not quite there yet. But So we sell to, we we have food service partnerships like with Levy, with Aramark, with um, Morrison. So we're in hospitals, we're in casinos, we're in zoos and aquariums, lots and lots of uh, tourist attractions, resorts, um, you name it.
1: Yeah, the Mississippi Aquarium in in particular. Yes. Um, you're selling a lot of popsicles there, They're aren't not. you?
2: Very very happy with <laughs> yes with our partnership there. Really love it. Really amazing.
1: What is uh, what you know? I've studied a little bit about how you guys responded to the pandemic. It, you were sort of tailor made to write a book on how to survive a small business can survive during the pandemic from touchless you know money to mm-hmm. how you made the popsicles to you know being able to you know do walk up service and all of that tell a little bit about that as we as we sort of wind this down
2: Well we've grown so much we started making everything in the Gulfport store now we have an, an FDA licensed food manufacturing kitchen but everything is still made by hand that's what people need to remember um The wrapping process is automated, but other than that, it's still hand done. And so because of that, and they're wrapped at the kitchen, we were a compliant product. So we were... um, we sold really well, and we got new customers because of it. We did a lot of new corporate events. We do tons of catering, so we were um, we worked with Memorial Hospital a great deal, um, Garden Park, Singing River. All of the hospitals used us tons through the pandemic, and then um, you know we were able to adapt to any selling style that needed to to be um, um, available for the pandemic. I mean, we did curbside, we did delivery. Bought a food truck, that's a whole nother thing And realized um, That we needed to get mobile Also got my buddy uh, Brandon Atwell At Murky Waters on the horn and said Let's get on the road And so the two of us got on the road We started calling HOAs We started calling neighborhood um, Neighborhoods We were doing that two or three times a week It was just amazing We were busy, busy, busy
1: It's incredible, you know though At the end of the day it comes back to this when I watched my grandson um, bite into <laughs> one of your popsicles and just chow away at it, you know he's a picky picky eater, very picky eater, and he's he's you know biting it and eating it, and finally he comes across a whole. Blueberry, and he says, "A blueberry, Paw Paw, a blueberry." <laughs> he holds it up, you know, and he he eats it. Uh, but Brody really loved it, and uh, and my, my granddaughter Riley and and Mila they loved them as well. It, um, you know, at the end of the day, that's the way you create success. You have to have a product that people love, and then you have to make it available to them. And you guys have worked so hard to make that happen. Hey, we have less than a minute left. Final word, Shannon.
2: So happy to be back on the Mississippi Coast and so happy to be a part of um, what's happening here. It's very exciting. Coast is growing like crazy. We're busy. Just absolutely grateful to every customer that walks through our door.
1: I know you are, and you guys have proven that when you have a dream and you pursue it with perseverance that you can make anything happen. You're a great example for other entrepreneurs. Good luck to you guys. We'll have you back on in a few months to see how things are going. It's been a great pleasure. To tell your story.
2: I'd love that. Thanks.
1: You you bet. You bet. This has been uh, Shannon Arzola from Pop Brothers. <laughs> and uh, what a great entrepreneurial story this was. We'll see you later. Uh, we'll see you after this break, for matter of fact. Okay.
0: Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet. By going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. A Super Mississippi Media Production.